Uh, we thought we'd go to our league oracle, as I said, Scotty Sattler, to just have a discussion about this. It's a, it's a, it's a great discussion, sparked by leading NRL journalist Dean Ritchie, who's been around for a long, long time. He's saying that he thought Brett Kenny should be the next man to achieve uh, immortality as far as league goes. Uh, we have 13 at the moment. We've lost uh, many, many of them. Uh, obviously, the likes of, of Wally and uh, Andrew Johns and Mel are still there. Sats, good morning to you. It's a, it's a fascinating discussion whenever this comes around, isn't it? It is, and we always keep hearing, guys, the, the same names keep getting thrown up. Um, oh, I know the, the criteria has changed over the years, and, and for those who can't remember, it's um, the, the Immortals started back in 1981 just as a bit of a – it was just really a bit of a gimmick with the Rugby League Week. It was just basically a they picked the four best players in the history of the game, and – and no one ever thought it would grow to what it was today. And the first four, of course, were Fulton, uh, Gaznia, uh, Raper, and Churchill. And it'd be interesting if we went back to 1981, if we would have named those same four players, because it was going to be something official that we we're going to uh, celebrate 40 odd years on. So um, I think, without a doubt, you know, the, the argument around the immortal, I think some of the criteria is if you've been, you know, voted three times and you don't make it, well, you can't be. He can't be nominated. I think that's unfortunate for people like Ron Coote. And, you know, I think Ron Coote is unfortunately, he's a victim of John Raper being in the team as they played the same position in the same era. And yeah. Raper had, you know, a slightly better uh, better career. Um, so, yeah, it always creates debate, guys. Yeah, do you like the term immortal for a start, Sats? I do like, I do like the term immortal. Um I know I know there are other sports that are very envious of it. Yeah. Um, so I do like the the immortal status, and and then you got your Hall of Fame that comes underneath that as well. So, um, yeah, I, I feel as though that I feel as though the uh, the AFL and and other sports will will probably move towards that way as well one day. Yeah. What about refreshing the immortal list? Um, do, you know, does it? How how many living immortals do you do you want travelling around the rugby league world? Yeah, I know it's another because we're getting to a stage I think where, um, where there's out of this current sort of the last twenty years, I think we we could potentially have more than we currently have at the thirteen at the moment coming out of that yeah you know, the, the last yes. twenty or twenty five years, yeah. and many will say, well, does it cheapen the the process? And, and I don't think it does. I think we've got to. I think we're fortunate enough to have a game that celebrates so many great players and have had such great input to the game both on and off the field that um, we need to celebrate that. And the, the immortal status you know, shouldn't be set at any particular number, whether it's 50 and then we just stop and no more immortals get, get put in, or do we create another you know, another level of um, of status within the game? I'm not quite sure. I, I, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me how many are there. I just I just want to make sure that I'd like to make sure that the ones that are there are there for the right reasons and not um, not to, I suppose, appease you know, certain corridors and certain corners. Yeah, well, this decade's been tough for them. We've lost Proven, Raper, Fulton in, in this decade. We've only got three living. Yep. So Wally and Andrew Johns and, uh, and Mel Maniga. Hey, Damien's thrown up a, a, a one here. I'm sorry, gents, but Cooper Cronk deserves immortality over the aforementioned. Four premierships, two different clubs, Dallium Awards galore, won 72% of Origin games, never lost a World Cup game, played a grand final with a broken scapula, 
uh, a 15-centimetre break against Smith and Slater. That's all time. And you're going to get a stack of arguments yeah. for a heap of, of outstanding players, aren't you? Well, you know, Cooper Cronk, many said, oh, but if he moves away from the Melbourne system, would he be as good a player? Well, he proved that he is yeah. when he went to the Roosters. Um, but outside of that, you know, the, the argument around Brett Kenny, I, I think the next – we don't have enough forwards. I know that because uh, we always like to celebrate the try scorers and the creators of the game. Um, but I think the next immortal probably should be Glenn Lazarus, myself. Mm. Um, but I think Brett Kenny should already be there. And you look at Brett Kenny's career, not only you know, three three premierships in a row um, and also won another one in 86. He then went to England and inside inside three months became the best player to win um, you know, the Lance Todd Trophy over there and that 85 Challenge Cup against Sterlow playing for Hull and he was playing for Wigan. So he dominated the UK. He dominated the, um, well, what was then back back then, the New South Wales Rugby League. He dominated Origin. Uh, he was probably week in, week out. Of, you know, it, there's an argument that week in, week out, if Wally played in the Sydney comp, we now we know the Brisbane comp was just as tough as the Sydney comp back then, but you know, head-to-head with, with Wally and Brett Kenny playing in Sydney, how would have that played out? Yeah. Yep. You know, it's, we, we celebrate Wally and his achievements in the BRL and how he dominated Test and, and State of Origin Arena, uh, where Brett Kenny also did that. You know, Brett Kenny kept Wally Lewis out of the number six jersey in 82. Wally forced him into the centres in 86. Um, but Brett Kenny's career is just, I don't know, he's obviously got photos of someone <laughs> and there's, no, there's a reason why he can't get voted as an immortal because I think um, if you talk to most of the people across the rugby league landscape and you threw maybe 10 names in front of people, I think Brett Kenny would be in those top three every time. Right, eh? And perfectly timed right now. I just sort of, we formulated that 20 years post your career might be a time that you become eligible to be an immortal. Is that too long or or you just wait for, you know, you know one-on-one uh, instances? <laughs> Well, I mean, once upon a time, the criteria was the five years. You've got to be retired yes. five years before you could be nominated. I think five years is probably too soon sometimes. Yeah, but that's good for like the Hall of Fame, field. isn't it? Hall of Fame is yeah. one thing. Maybe maybe go into the Hall of Fame first. Yes. And then, and, then you, um, and then you elevate yourself to immortal status. I think that sometimes we see some players that are just dead set going to be immortals. Like, why do we have to wait? Like... Cam Smith's the greatest player I've ever seen. Yep. And, you know, why does Cam have to wait? You know, I, I think we'll all agree that he'll be an immortal. So why wouldn't you do it? Why would you Why would you have to wait that whole time? I mean, there's just some players that are dead set going to be there. So yeah, I, I, intake. I, I was at a function with Jonathan Thurston last night and I had to interview him on stage. And so I did a little bit of research into his stats. I mean, his stats are amazing. I've repeated them on the show a couple of times, but... You know, 36 straight tests. He won 35 of 38 tests. He was in the, you know, preeminent in that decade of dominance for the Maroons and, of course, won a couple of uh, grand finals along with all the individual accolades, Golden Boots, Daly M's, stuff like that. Um, hey, I'll tell you, here's another one, Sats. What about John Sattler? What he did in that grand final lives today in immortality, plus he was a legend on and off the field, a true gentleman. Mm. That's from Pat. Yeah, well, yeah, my dad had a great career, and and um, but when you weigh him up against uh, the players like, you know, Arthur Beetson and and John O'Neill and Norm Proven. I mean, um, they were probably my dad was a very good player, a very good ball ball playing front row. But 
you know, those guys were at another level when it comes to the front row. If you're talking about some of the great captains in the history of sport and the history of the game, he'd probably be he'd probably rank up there. Um, yeah, so uh, we had a a, a text uh, in last night in, on Sports Day actually about the same question. Actually, on Sports Day tonight, guys, we're actually interviewing Brett Kenny, so okay. um, we're going to ask him about this because I know he's quite strong about it. He, you know, a lot of people would like to sit back and say, oh. You know, I let other people, but he's, you know, he's he's really strong about his standing in the game and 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 how appreciative he would be if he was seen amongst, you know, some of those players like your, your Lewis's and your Meningas and co. Well, you know, uh, Sats as well as I do, that Lewis, when, when I've interviewed Wally a thousand times, both for television and on stage at functions, the, the the love that he has for Brett Kenny and the, the respect that he has for Kenny, and he always says that he was... You know, he was the one that I really feared when I had to play against, mm. and it, it, surely that's enough. Do you think living immortals should become part of the the voting process? I think it's not a bad idea. Yep. I mean, you look at Meninga, who's been across the game as a player and as a modern day coach. Um, you look at Lewis, who's got one of the greatest rugby league IQs when it comes to to the game. Um, you know, I, similar I think it makes Andrew sense Jones. If you're an immortal. Yeah, Andrew Johns has got the greatest IQ I've ever seen in a player. Um, the way that he looks at the game and understands players, I, I, I think if you're an immortal, you should become a, a judge as well. So, um, but when we look at yeah you know, the next round, I think we need more forwards. I think Glenn Lazarus yep, through his yeah. career and what he was able to achieve at three clubs, no doubt. And yeah, and I think I think Brett Kenny and I've always thought that Roddy Coote should have been and immortal uh, with his career across South Sydney and the Roosters. And I've always thought Kenny Irvine should have been in um, in debate mm. as well because, you know, it's we still haven't passed his try-scoring feats of 212. Now, Alex Johnston is the closest person, but there's, there's no lay-down was there that he's going to beat it also. So, yeah. you know, for someone to have a, a try-scoring record playing for a team that didn't win a lot of games over the years – uh, speaks volumes of how great he was, mm. but he was a winger, so we probably shouldn't have wingers. As well. No, no. <laughs> but it's time for an intake. No question. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, did you say that there's only three living, uh, Paddy? Well, by my reckoning, yes. Lewis, Johnson, Meninga. Well, I want I want um, between ten and uh, I would like ten living at any given stage. Yeah. Well, in the last few years, we've lost uh, Fulton, Proven, and John Raper. Uh, Chang Langlands back in, in 18, um, Gaznia back in 14. We know that, you know, Clive and, and Arthur are both gone. Daly Messenger obviously gone. So, yeah, Norm Proven 20, in 2021. You know, yeah. I, I was fortunate enough to sit for many years and talk to my dad about the game, and I was, you know, brought up on those black and white videos, you know, watching a lot of those great players. And I used to say to Dad, who's the best player you ever played with or against? He said, Langlands. Hands down, is the greatest player I've ever seen. Yeah. It really goes, yeah. He played tough. He could play in the centres. He could play at fullback. He could play injured. It didn't matter what level he played at. And then, and then he saw Billy Slater, and he said, "I think Slater just overtook Langlands." Yeah, mm. <laughs> boy, that's well. I see. I've got I've got vague memories of Langlands. I remember seeing him play as a kid, and uh, yeah, he was chimed in, didn't he? Chang, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, um, beautiful. Damien won't let go. Cam Smith was great because he had it easy passing to Cooper Cronk. Slater was great because Cooper Cronk passed him the ball at the perfect <laughs> time every time. Go the Roosters. Thank you, Damien. Uh, what about an immortal yeah. coach? And someone has chimed in on that. Surely Wayne Bennett has a lot more impact on the game than yeah. uh, some of the names being thrown up. And that's a valid I point agree. as well. I, 
I can't agree any anymore. I, yeah. I think Wayne Bennett. I think Harry Bath. I think Jack Gibson. I think uh, great Bobby Bax. Yeah. Um, there's, um, I think Pony Holloway's. I think there's, there's been some of the greatest coaches in our game as well. So, um, I, I can't agree anymore. Yeah. That right. could be a legend, a legend category, the coaching there legends. Yeah. 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 Okay. All yeah. right. I, Sats, really appreciate your time. Look forward to sports day. Look, for, look forward to hearing from Brent Kenny. He's uh, one of nature's gentlemen and a hell of a player. Yeah. Thanks, Sats. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.